Okay, so I just got a brand new machine and I thought it would be a good idea to record a series of videos on how I like to set up my machines. Now I've already set up a few of the essential pieces of software I need and the configuration for my audio setup so I can actually record these videos, but uh, most of the settings are just stock and I haven't done any development on this machine, so we're just gonna go ahead and get started. So the first thing I like to do is just go through these tabs here and just make sure that uh, you know they're, they're the way I like them. Uh, for the appearance, I really like using the dark menu bar and dock. I think it looks pretty good. Uh, the only time I don't like it is when I end up with uh, an app. In this case, it's Universal Audio Apollo logo, which doesn't exactly look great in dark mode, and neither does this Backblaze logo. It would be better if those were just more white uh, than anything, but uh, I'm willing to deal with that for now. Next, I'm going to go uh, to the default web browser. I really like using the Safari Technology Preview as it gets updates a lot more frequently uh, and has just more features. Um, so I have that installed already. And let's uh, move on to the next thing. Uh, for the screensaver, uh, right now I'm using uh, the space things and I'm actually trying the hot corners out. Normally I hate hot corners. We'll see if I keep it. Uh, but if I bring my mouse into the lower left-hand corner, it'll turn on the screensaver. Uh, usually when I'm leaving my machine, I use Alfred uh, to lock it. And I have Alfred installed already, so it's command space, uh, which is normally reserved for spotlight. Um, and I'll talk about Alfred in a minute, but uh, basically I type lock in order to lock my machine right now as I'm leaving it. Okay, so uh, moving on. Um, I often use the dock on the left-hand side because the monitor is a widescreen monitor. And I feel like it gives me more space and it keeps the apps and their sort of notification badge and stuff sort of tucked away instead of in the center of the screen. So I tend to like that and I keep it relatively small so I have more room for applications. Uh, I think everything else is pretty good here. So we're gonna move on to Spotlight. Um, I don't really use Spotlight too much. I leave it running, uh, so if I need it, it's there. Um, but I don't actually activate it uh, that much. And so what I would typically do is go over to Keyboard. And uh, under Shortcuts here, uh, for Spotlight, I change this one to Control Space instead of Command Space. So now Control Space will open up Spotlight. Command Space will open up Alf Alfred. Okay, so then on the keyboard, this is the first thing I do on basically any computer. I turn the key repeat to fast and the delay to short. And I just type, I'm just holding down a key. It just feels way better to be able to type like this. If you're ever using something where you say like, I don't know, uh, a man page and you're using J and K to go up and down, I don't want to wait for this thing to scroll. And because I use Vim a lot when I'm in the terminal, I just find that this is just a way better approach to uh, the keyboard, it just feels better. And for some that's even still too slow. So there's a little trick to make this a little bit better. Um, you can actually call defaults.write-g. So this is going to write to the system preferences. And these are settings that are just are not visible within the UI. Uh, and some of them are. And this is a way you could script setting up a new machine as well. Uh, the setting is Apple press and hold enabled. And that's a bool. And you set false. So the press and hold in some applications when you tap and hold on to the key, it would bring up a modifier, kind of like it does in iOS, where you tap and hold on a, on a letter on the keyboard. Uh, on Mac, that is awful, and it just it interrupts workflow in some applications when you're trying to do stuff like hold down J to go down in Vim. So that's one I like to do. Uh, you can set defaults.write, or defaults write, 
dash G for global. And the setting is initial key repeat. That's an int. And this is in milliseconds. So the initial key repeat right now, what we could probably do is let's look at man defaults and see where, yeah, we can read instead of writing. So what I can do is say defaults read the initial key repeat value. And it's 15. So at this key repeat on fast, it's 15. But we could change it to 10 if we want to by saying defaults write dash g initial key repeat dash int 10. And if we do that, now we're at 10 and it takes a little bit less time for it to start repeating and I feel like that uh, works pretty well. And then there's also the key repeat milliseconds. Uh, so if we do read the key repeat, that is at two. And you could change that to one if you want it to repeat even faster than that. But I, I find that this feels pretty good. Okay, so the next thing I do is I go over to the modifier keys and I change caps lock to escape. This is a technique that, well, a lot of people have done this in the past and I never got into it because I always had a full-size keyboard that I liked. But ever since getting the Touch Bar MacBook Pro with the Touch Bar sort of virtual escape key that I absolutely hate, I just got in the habit of using Caps Lock as escape everywhere, and it has sort of become muscle memory now. So I like using Caps Lock as escape so I don't have to touch a virtual escape button when I'm on my laptop. And having consistency between desktop and laptop is good. Okay, uh, moving on to text, I like to have you know some of these shortcuts and stuff like that. Here inside of uh, Mac OS, these settings you can type anywhere, like if I need to type the command key, it's CCMD, to type the command symbol, and uh, things like S shift to type the shift symbol, O opt to type the option symbol, and that allows me to type you know, key combinations if I'm blogging or I'm typing in Slack. Uh, I use this one a lot. Uh, there are plenty of solutions for this, but I find that the built-in one works really well. Uh, moving on to shortcuts, uh, the thing that I like to change is to make sure that this is set to all controls. So if I'm in this window and I hit tab, Notice that it's cycling through everything, not just text boxes and lists, but including the radio buttons, so I can move them with the keyboard. We're going to go over to sharing. So I like to give my computers names, and I like to you know, create names in a theme. Uh, so this computer is going to be named Kimari. And when you change the computer name, it also changes the host name here, and you can see it right there. But oftentimes when you do that, and you say I open up a new tab, it still has my host name here, and if I type host name, still set incorrectly. So the way to fix this and fix it like once and for all is to use scutil. So I'm going to use sudo scutil and you can say uh, dash dash get hostname and it tells me that I'm that's my hostname. What I can do instead is use set hostname and then tell it that my hostname is Kimari. There's also local hostname, and then there's computer name. So there's are three different names, and uh, let's see, computer name. Those are three different names, and so now when I do this after a reboot, when I open up a new tab, it's always going to have this. It's going to show up um, when I am looking at uh, my computers on the left-hand side. It's going to have uh, the right name when I'm looking at my other Macs, etc. 
Okay, so I like doing that. So on users and groups, I like to enable the uh, fast user switching menu is just my account name. And I like to turn guest user access off. Okay, lastly, on system preferences, I like to go to the accessibility. And if we look at the zoom, I like to use zoom to use control and scroll. So I'm going to hit uh, control scroll to be able to zoom in to things that I want to see a little bit more closely. If I want to examine pixels or if I want to, you know, read something that's a little tiny or whatever, I want to be able to zoom in quickly, but I don't, I actually want to see the pixels. So I'm going to uncheck smooth images. So when I scroll in, you can actually see the pixels. And this is very, very helpful. I use this all the time. Okay, so that's it for setting up the system preferences.